0: Hello all and welcome back to 3GOT Games Sports Podcast. I'm your host Ryan and I also have my other two co-hosts Matt and G. Matt, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Um, it was a good weekend of football. Uh, unfortunately, G, I'm sorry about your Packers, but, uh, but we left the seat open for you for all the teams that went home early. So,
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, happy to be back here to talk more sports about you guys and can't wait to dig into it.
0: Yes, definitely. The NFL playoffs was exciting this past weekend. Gee, how you doing tonight?
2: Miserable. Miserable. <laughs> I didn't want to come. I didn't want to show up, but I needed to sack up and get on the show. Matt came when the Patriots got demolished. Yeah. I was honestly like, constant, like, damn, do I really need to come on today? But you know what? Got to do it. Win yeah, you lose, do lose, even as miserable as it is. So, I'm um, just, I think I'm ready. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I have, yeah, I have a brown bag uh, next to me if you want
0: that. <laughs> Did you wear it last week? Because only, only if you wear it with me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys should be wearing brown bags. I should be wearing the brown bag. We didn't make but, but, but Jets aren't even an NFL team, so I don't really care about them.
2: All right. Dude, they get you excited for three weeks, and then you uh, and then you don't care about it anymore. I want what you have. I don't want my team
0: breaking my heart deep. No, 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 season no. Every I year. want what you guys have. Nope, man. nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, um, But what was I was going to say Oh yeah the, the playoffs uh Was interesting I both I had the Packers And the Bills Going to the Super Bowl And they both lost yeah. Day one Day one I had them And they lost I,
1: right? I don't hey, think I had, hey, hey I had the 49ers There you go Oh 49ers. you do You
0: do have
2: them nice. I was going to say I don't think any of our picks are left But actually I had the Chiefs Oh you yeah, had the Chiefs yeah. I had the Chiefs But yeah, like different. You went on a limb So I'll give you more credit than that Yeah All right,
0: guys, let's hop right into it. NFL playoffs this past weekend, it was an exciting one. Uh, I think everyone enjoyed it. Hopefully, we get this 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 next weekend or this coming weekend. But we'll start off with the the Bengals and the Titans as the uh, first playoff game of this past weekend on Saturday. Um, Guys, what do you guys think? What's your thoughts? Matt, we'll start with you.
1: Yeah, so it was a very interesting game. Uh, Very slow game, but it was – it was close for the most part the entire game. Uh, I feel like Joe Burrow, like he, he had pressure on him at, all game long. Like obviously the nine sacks he took, and even more pressures in his face. His offensive line uh, did not help him at all. But, but he did uh, what he could work with. Uh, he was able to get rid of the ball as quick as he could. Got to Jamar Chase a couple times. T. Higgins, uh, the tight end Uzma. And then uh and Joe Mixon did his thing as well. Uh, the main issue with the Titans, and I, and G, we talked about this last week. Uh Ryan Tannehill, like which quarterback do you trust? Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill. And we were both right on that front because Ryan Tannehill did not perform well. One touchdown, three interceptions, and and he had a huge interception at the end when he had a chance. And uh and yeah, I know a lot of people were we're blaming the Miami situation on the, on the culture and Adam Gase and everything. But to me, mm-hmm. he's just not that quarterback that can get you over a hump. Like, if he's in a system where, like, he has Pro Bowl receivers and
2: – He kind of needs a, to be like Jimmy G where things need to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's
1: in a structured offense where, like, yeah. he doesn't have to win the game for you. Or you yes. have to put the ball, in the, the ball in his hands for you to win And and when push came to shove and he had to show that he couldn't deliver and and uh and yeah, it was unfortunate for the Titans because they have a great team, but they have the they have that one weakness and it's a glaring weakness in that quarterback position. And if they wanna do anything next year, like they gotta really think about getting one of those quarterbacks, whether it's an Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, like somebody who you can trust. Hmm.
0: G what do you
2: think? Um, I'm gonna echo a lot of what Matt said. Now, the reason a guy like Ryan Tannehill is not gonna get as much flack from not just me, but a lot of people this weekend that like say an Aaron Rodgers would. Or like, you know, whenever big time quarterbacks like a Russell Wilson or a Tom Brady or if they lose, is because he's not really on that stature. You know what I mean? So he's not really getting like he's getting killed, but he's not like to me, I haven't seen the national media really pile on but with that being said, I personally thought that his performance this weekend was the most glaring, and it was a toss-up between that and Rodgers, to me. Because, wow, and, but, uh, and Jimmy G. He was awful. Jimmy Jimmy G, Jimmy G gets discredited because they, they won, and even though he didn't do jack shit, but we'll get into that <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> but Tannehill, I'll say this. He did everything he could to lose that game. Like, it seemed like, so there was a drive where the the Titans, I think it was his his second pick. First pick he threw, was interception. I think they got three points out of it. The second pick, they literally, Dante Foreman and Derrick Henry, run them down to the end zone, doesn't throw one pass. First pass he throws, he throws interception. Taking points off the board. The Titans seemed like they had – I mean, the Bengals were up by what? I think seven – like, right, two scores at one point? Yeah. You know, the Titans' defense brought them back in it, nine sacks. Joe Burrow, to me, like, he, he didn't play particularly well, but he got sacked nine times and no time to throw. Like, nobody's really going to play lights out when you're getting pressured that much. So, you know, that's excusable. But Tannehill – He's pretty much asked not to lose the game. Like, that's his job. You know, he doesn't necessarily have to win it, don't lose it. And you can't throw three picks with this kind of team in this situation, especially in the end, to force the ball into a pretty much a no-name kind of guy, into tight coverage. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? At that point, You you can take your check down, even if you punt it, you go to overtime. But the last thing you want to do in that situation is force a tight window throw and cause a turnover for your team to lose a game. So, I mean, I don't like placing all the blame on one player, but Tannehill definitely gets the bulk of it. And, you know, I felt bad for the Titans defense this weekend.
0: Mm, Yeah. Um, I think I agree with you guys. I mean, yeah, I think both quarterback play wasn't as great, um, especially Tannehill's. Um, Like Matt was saying, you know, Tennessee's, kind of missing piece I wouldn't say it's a missing I just say it's not as it where it should be is the quarterback position um I mean we have seen Tannehill do some good things and some bad things so to have sorry guys to have him just like kind of like throw three interceptions in a key playoff game where they have the home field advantage throughout the playoffs and him to throw three interceptions and you know when the game is on the line it just it, it sucks uh, you know, Joe Burrow did not play particularly well. He played all right. He played 28, 37, 348 and one interception. Yeah, he was I – mean, I think he, you know, he didn't need to throw five touchdowns and 450 yards, you know. Um, He did get pressured, like, I mean, sacked nine times. Probably pressured a lot more than that. Yeah. Um,
2: but, but think about was, it. But think about it right. He got sacked nine times. Yeah. As a young player. Yeah. A lot sack of him. young players yeah. – yes,
0: a lot of young players,
2: man, they get pressured that much. They're seeing ghosts. They're flinchy. We'll yeah, throw three, four, five interceptions. But he yeah. didn't turn the ball over, even getting pressure that much. It was right, he had one interception. And, yeah, but that interception yeah. was off the hands of his tight end, I think. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, yeah. So,
0: yeah. But, but still, you know, I mean, he, he sustained drives. I mean, it doesn't show that he had passing touchdowns. I mean, he just yeah. – he sustained drives. He, he drove the ball down the field with his offense, and, you know, they won. I mean – Maybe it'll be different when they play the Chiefs this uh, this coming weekend, but we'll see. Um, that's gonna that's gonna we'll see what happens in that. Um right, moving on, the next game was yours truly, the Packers and the Niners. Uh, I think we'll start with G on this one. Take, <laughs> take as
1: long as you need. Yeah, take, I really appreciate
2: that well, because I, I yeah. got a, I got a lot to say. All right. Yeah, first the off, let me try getting to, hot now. <laughs> let me try to unpack this game. Okay. Playing the San Francisco 49ers, cold weather game, Lambeau. Two major components that I think deserve bulk of blame. Then I'm going to get some certain small plays that I think are going to go overlooked that were costly to us too. Two major components. Aaron Rodgers, you are about to be, I think we can all agree it seems that way. He's about to be the back-to-back MVP of this league. Based on all-pro voting, all that. I just for reference, guys, I didn't even see our first drive that we scored a touchdown in. I don't know I if I told know. you guys this. I my power, know. yeah, my power went out, like in the in the Ooh. middle of the drive. My power goes out. I t- it finally turned on after we scored seven. So I didn't even get to see a good drive of football. So if you guys watch and you saw how good the offense looked that first drive, you're gonna have to tell me because I didn't even get to see how the offense how good the offense looked. All I got to see was three points out of us. So, basically, for the majority of the game, I might have saw one, two decent drives that we only got three points out of. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, minimum to me, he get 50% of the blame for this game. And the only reason that he doesn't get more, because in normal circumstances, I would want to give him 75%. The only reason he doesn't get more, and I'll get into that in a minute, well, Against will it now. Is because of special teams. But Aaron Rodgers gets 50% because you're the MVP. You score 10 points. We talked about Ryan Tannehill losing the game. Now, the one problem I have with Aaron Rodgers is he didn't go win the game. Now, he didn't necessarily, like, make mistakes to lose it. He didn't turn the ball over. But, damn it, man, you are an MVP of this league. You need to go win the game. Like, I don't care that you didn't. Lose it or make or were careless with the ball when you're in a fight like that. Go win it. To me, it comes to one play. Why he gets a why he gets so much blame? I don't care that he got sacked five times. I don't care that he got to hit twelve. I don't care that he was pressured immensely that game. Third and eleven, he pre he he pulled a far. He predetermined where he was going to go. I fully believe it. Third and eleven, is like I'm going to Devonte. I think that's what he said immediately. He said he's like I'm going to Devonte. I don't care. And we saw, like, that happen a little bit this weekend with some of these older quarterbacks. But still, in that moment, Lazard breaks free. You trust your offense. You trust your progression. You make the throw that's there. You don't just wing a player and throw an arm punt or pray for a pass interference and, like, you know, go to Devontae. So, you know, there's that. You know, he didn't do well enough to win the game. Uh, What was he? He's, like, 20 of 29 for, like, 200 and, like, 25. 30, 25 yards, yeah. you know what I mean? Whatever, like decent stats. I don't care. He didn't do enough to win the game. Like I said, let me get to the other part. Now, the only reason it's not like 60 70 80% is because the special teams were so atrocious. And guys, you know I've talked to you this year. I said that this unit would be our downfall. Matt, remember when we watched the Packers play the Bears, how much they were screwing up? And I kept saying, I was like, they don't get this fixed, man. Playoff game. One of those, it's going to come back to bite us. Yep, I remember that. They get 50 because if they were just bad and not God awful, we win this game 10-3 or 13-3. Let's start with um, the second to last drive of the half. We pick off Jimmy G, and I'm at this point I'm saying, all right, let's go into halftime 7 nothing. right? I'm going to go into one of the little things. Third down, Aaron Rodgers breaks contained from the pass rush. Aaron Jones breaks three. He throws a 75-yarder to Aaron Jones. Now, this play is not going to get talked about that much. I don't know why Aaron Jones decided to cut inside.
0: Exactly. I, I was d- going to say the same thing, G.
2: I have it, no it idea.
0: And they wasted it.
2: Yeah, I don't know why oh. you decide in that moment to cut inside. It reminded me last year with Aaron Rodgers against the Bucs. Remember how everyone talked about how he should have just – went for the end zone, run to the sideline, you know, mm-hmm. and you got, and you may like, even if you don't score, you're down inside the five yard line. Like, yeah. And they would, it would have been easier to go for it. It is the same situation if Aaron Jones runs straight. The safety has to come in from an angle that will take him longer to get there. If he just runs straight. And then the minute he gets close, you can stiff arm him, And if you think, you, and, and if you think you're about to get tackled run out of bounds, but he probably gains another 10 yards. If you run straight and what happens we save a timeout. We're in. We're inside the 10 yard line, probably near the five with a timeout and with still like 20 something seconds. But what do we do instead? He gets tackled inbounds inside and inside the 15. We have to waste a timeout with 20 seconds left. And then the next play, you know, Bosa comes with the strip sack. We recovered it. And then, you know, the blocked field goal, which by the way, I don't know if you guys saw that. The inside guy, why is he covering? Yeah, he wasn't game? even touched. Yeah, he, they were he, they were focusing on the guy outside. Why? I don't get it. I I don't get it. It takes longer. He lets the guy come free. Well, honestly, low key lucky they didn't block that and take it to the house. That's how clean they got there. Like they could have yeah. like the ball. The, the if the ball bounced the weird way, they could have easily scooped that and tied yeah, it. Yeah, could have been
1: scooping score It Could have been a
2: scooping score, scoop score before that. But that's three points off the board. Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'm a big fan. But that was such a brain fart on his part. To he literally pulled the Rogers from last year. Just. Run straight, go out of bounds. You might get six there. I was just waiting for us to go up double digits because then I would have thought game over. That's all I was waiting for. I think I was texting you guys, too. I was like, if you go up by two scores, we got it. But, so that's three points right there. Field goal, first uh, first kickoff, special teams. What does Debo do? Takes it past midfield. basically. <laughs> so you, you had a bunch of those. They got three points off of that. And... Then we have the blocked punt. Hmm? And I'm just thinking in my head, when that when before that happened, I'm like, before that happened, I'm like, damn, Rodgers, you, you're stinking it up right now. But you know what? It's okay. It's 10 to 3 with like four minutes left. There's no way Jimmy G is going to score a touchdown. The dude stinks. He's not going to score. Did any of you guys, real quick, if we get that punt away, if you get the punt, do you think Jimmy G scores a touchdown, Matt? No, do you think Jimmy G scores? No, absolutely Anything. not. I had that's not, like I was just thinking like at that moment I'm just like yeah we get that punt off. Even if they start like in their own forty, which they probably would have, probably had some deep, solid. Even if, they,
1: even if it was blocked and in, inside their own ten, I still don't trust Jimmy G to score.
2: I might be crazy for thinking the same thing, but like if we recovered it at the ten yard line, I might think the same thing, Matt. I'm thinking, man, you know what? The defense is gonna hold up. But the absolute worst thing, matter of fact. The punter could have just went down and taken a safety right there. Don't even punt the ball. If it's going to get blocked, you know what? I'm running backwards. I'm taking a safety. 10-5, Jimmy G, go score a touchdown to win it. I dare you. You know what I mean? But the absolute worst thing happens, another gaff. You let the guy come through again, untouched. He didn't even have to dive for the ball. That's how open he was. He blocked it standing up. Like that's how bad. Like I don't even know why you're not in max protect in that moment or anything like that. Angle it out of bounds. I'm not sure. And fact, and side note, the guy still didn't get fired yet. I'm not usually advocating for somebody's job, but after this year, bro, I would have fired him on the way to the freaking locker room after the game. Like, yo, bro, take a take a take a coach ticket back. I appreciate your services, Mo Drayton, Sorry, man. But they get the block punt, and it's a, and they get a touchdown. And in that moment, I'm just like. Man, we're really about to lose this game. I already covered Aaron Rodgers missing Lazard, so I'm going to skip that. My last point. Another thing that might get overlooked. Third and seven at, like, the Niners, like, they're at our, like, 37-yard line. And that's a, you know, the day – that day was not a day for field goal kickers past 50 yards. As great as our defense played, I cannot believe one – I'm more upset that Jair was in the game with an injured shoulder. Yeah, he completely missed that
1: tackle, too. And,
2: and if he's healthy, I think he makes the tackle. I think he was irresponsible for him to be in the game. I think maybe they assumed he was going to throw it because it was third and seven. But I was kind of thinking maybe they run it here. And then if, if nothing happens, like, they worse things are worse. They go to overtime. We gave up a first down in third and seven on our, on our draw play. And I just was shell-shocked. I was like, you, you got to be kidding me. That's a little nugget that happened that I, I just couldn't believe. But, long story short, Rodgers got 50% for me. Special team gets the other 50. And, you know, it's a shame that if one of those blocks doesn't happen, we probably win this game 13-10 or 10-3, and it doesn't even matter how crappy the offense played. But those are the breaks, and this is what I deal with every year in the postseason. Floor's yours, guys. Go ahead. All right, um,
1: yeah, G pretty much said everything about the Packers. I'm not going to even go into that, but you know in life how good-looking people get whatever they want. (laughs) I feel like in an inadvertent way, Jimmy Garoppolo wins all these games and literally does absolutely nothing. It's, like, amazing (laughs) how he does it. Like, I don't think he's had one playoff game where he's thrown – over three hundred yards, not one.
2: Real quick, Matt. Did you? I saw a statistic on Jimmy G. He's five and one in the postseason. Five and one. He averages one hundred and twenty yards a game, two touchdowns, and five interceptions. Career postseason. That guy's five and one. Go ahead. I didn't even want to deal with him, but go. Ahead. <laughs> yeah, get all the I'm praise saying. today.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, how the hell does this happen? I mean, he, I guess life just, life just loves him. I guess like he gets. 30 million dollars a year just to hand the ball off make a 2 yard <laughs> throw and and yeah just literally listen to everything Shanahan says and not even do run the offense just just has to be there i guess i mean i don't know
2: bro like, they i it got to a point where i feel like they couldn't trust him throwing to the debo then Shanahan's like you know what don't even worry about it just hand it off to him. If you can't even get it there, we'll let you hand the ball off to him. Throw him a bubble screen and let him do the rest. Yeah, Look, and you
1: know, you know how he only threw eight times in the NFC championship game two years ago? He no. only threw nineteen times this game and went eleven mm. for nineteen. So they didn't even get that many air yards. So <laughs> no. Yeah, I just I don't understand it. It's just it's just
2: baffling to me how this black talk magic comes out. black <laughs> magic. That's all I can explain of Jimmy G. Black magic, dude. To do nothing and to come away with a win—that's it. That's all I can say. And
1: get paid all that money just to just to be there.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Yep. Um, Okay. Also, you missed that they only had ten guys in the field on the last field goal. Oh God, (laughs) please, Lord. But I'm I'm watching I'm watching this uh, this punt block again. You guys had eight people to block to block for the punter. You know, t- you know how many people they rushed? How many? Five. How did we not get any? Your, your up back missed the guy coming up the middle Ugh. completely. I'm watching this again. I'm like, you guys stink. But, like, yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers played a decent game. I, I'm i not going to give him all the blame. I'm not going to give him 50% because you're very harsh, G. Um, but, yeah, he should have been playing better. Uh, He missed that. Wide open over to Lazard on third and 11. Uh, but damn, I don't care what if you're a first string or a second string in the NFL. If you're an offensive lineman, you better block. Rodgers was getting, I mean, beat. I mean, his line was getting beat every single play. That is 49ers defense. I saw the whole game. That damn 49ers defense was bullying the, your offensive line and it was getting okay. pressure on Rodgers all game long.
2: Yeah, they didn't need to blitz. It, it was right it, it, it was similar to the Rams game. They just, it was, they yes. just, yeah, rush they just rushed was They rushed forward yep, and, and dropped eight. You, didn't have, you didn't have to do yeah. anything else. But also, um, Ryan, when you talk about the offensive line, real quick, one thing I missed, huge coaching error to me.
0: Oh, no good idea.
2: Starting Billy Turner at left tackle, coming off an injury when that's not even his natural position. Mm-hmm. Yash Nyman was playing since like week three. He was in and out, but and he became like a permanent starter when Jenkins got hurt uh, against the Rams. So he played like six weeks in offensive uh, left tackle, played well. Week three, he he went one-on-one with Nick Bosa and did really well. The fact that he didn't start this game as a natural left tackle and you're putting a veteran who doesn't play left tackle, who tried to and has failed miserably a lot to me for the most part, was a huge coaching error. And I remember saying before the game, I thought it was a huge mistake not starting the kid Who's had games under his belt and kept playing with confidence? That's a natural left
0: tackle. I thought it was a huge think, coaching error on that part. Yeah, I think the Packers were just hoping to get away with one and just go into the next game and be okay. But they, 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 they made a lot of errors. Made a lot of errors, and it's always mental errors with us yeah, too. It Execution,
2: is. it's it's terrible. Yeah.
0: But um, it, it give props to the Niners. They they fought. They fought. They didn't give up, and and they won. All right, guys. Uh, let's move on to the next game. Let's get away from that stuff. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Bucks. Rams. What an exciting game! I was literally <clears throat> on my toes, like in the fourth quarter. Like, fuck, come on, Rams, beat the Bucks. I don't want Tom Brady in the next round. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, G, we'll start with you. What do you think on this uh, this game? I'm upset
2: because the Rams screwed up so bad. I was looking like a damn guru. I was. I told you. I told you guys. I said yeah, it to my family me. and friends, and everyone looked at me like I was nuts. I'm like, this is a bad matchup. The Rams are winning this by double digits. I think I might have even said 14 points. You yeah. did. I, I said, and I and I remember everyone kind of like around me was like, "Are you crazy?" I'm like, they have the between the Bucks injuries and the Rams history with Aaron Donaldson's got there with Tom being able to put that interior pressure on him. And with the line being banged up, it's just a bad matchup. And to be honest, this game should have been like forty-one to ten if oh, the Rams yeah. just decided not to like fumble it. I, fumble? I, I you, yeah, you know what? Like, it's weird because like some people, there's some people who are saying, you know, uh, all right, Tom, you know, brought him back, played well, which I disagree with. And then there's some people who are saying the Buck's defense got him back in the game. And I disagree with that, too. I think both points are wrong. I don't think Tom Brady played well at all. And I don't think the Bucs defense did anything to bring him back in the game at all. The Rams, out of the four fumbles, I think three of them, they just kind of, like, dropped it to them. I mean, one was a snap over the guy's head, for crying out loud. And a kicker, a Pro Bowl kicker in perfect weather conditions. Missing short on a, on a 48 yard field goal, 47 yards. Oh my gosh, was crazy! No wind, beautiful day. I don't think I've ever seen that happen in my life, probably in like at least a decade. So, to me, like, I was thinking, like, at some point, like maybe Tom Brady's got the voodoo doll going on right now and having Cam Akers like stabbing him to make him fumble the ball every single time he touched it. The
0: Illuminati kind of yeah, played a, a part, yeah. Of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Cam, Illuminati.
2: I mean, when I saw the center snap it over. Stafford's head after Brady turned it over on the strip sack because I, I thought the game was over like three four times I'm like all right cool like this game's over he strip sacked him there's like six seven minutes left it's 27 to 13 and they're inside the red zone they could kneel it they could have been like the Falcons in the Patriots Super Bowl they could kneel it three times and kick the field goal go up three scores and that'd be over first thing I said was like why are they in shotgun like now they don't want to run the ball I'm like, all right, what's the worst that could happen? Whoop, the ball goes flying over the dude's head at midfield. And I'm just like, they just don't want to win this game. So yeah. my takeaway was the game wasn't even as close as the score predicted. Not even close to me. I think the Rams dominated. I have people, I, I had a couple friends I was arguing with. They said that the Rams were lucky to win it. I disagree completely. I think they bullied them all game long offensively and defensively. I think Tom Brady is getting off the hook today with poor play even though he had a he had a sweet throw to Mike Evans and he had a couple short field drives. He had some poor passes and I think the Bucks defense was getting way too much praise for bringing them back in the game when I think they did basically the minimal effort. There was one play I want to I want to point with Tom where I think he he reminded me of Aaron Rodgers in the game. Where, like, he's a veteran and he's got guys he trusts. And I don't blame him because the Bucs, like, like the Packers game, there was a couple of drops, you know, with some young receivers. A couple of Bucks young receivers, drops and passes too. But there was a fourth down. I think it was right after that weird snap over the head. It was still 27-13. I think they had, like they said, they had a short field. It was like fourth and nine. And Scotty Miller is wide open. Wide open for a first down. And I think he forced it to Cameron Bray or Grok. I'm not sure which tight end. It was was completely covered. And I was just thinking, like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. But it was okay because the next play, Cam Akers fumbled the ball and they got another short field. But I think, like, I don't think he played particularly well at all. I thought he played a bad game. But like Aaron – and I don't want to give him or Aaron passes just because they got pressured and sacked a bunch. They're veteran quarterbacks. They've seen it. Or they've seen everything. But so I'm going to say he played bad. And I think the Bugs defense, what I don't know why people, some people are saying, oh, they got him back in the game. I thought that would be the bare minimum effort. I think the Rams tried to lose the game. And Matt Stafford, lost in all the shuffle, is not getting enough credit for literally just looking around and like, no, guys, chill. I'm not letting us choke this away. I'm going to find a way in 40 seconds, get us in field goal range through two sweet throws, and nobody talks about him, what he did, which is annoying to me. Everyone's talking about, oh, Tom Brady almost came back. Oh, the Bucks defense, forced 4 turnovers. Nah, dude, let's give praise to Matt Stafford, who absolutely balled his ass off and bailed out his entire organization from a, suff- a stupid, stupid, devastating loss. So, I'll- Matt Stafford, here's your flowers. The Rams dominated. Wasn't that close to me.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, G. Um, yeah, the score was not as close as it indicated. But, um, but yeah, I and I'm going to be a little harsher than you, G, with Tom Brady than you were with Dan Rogers. I'm giving him, I'm giving Tom Brady 80% of the blame. Oh, stop,
2: bro. And, no,
1: and I'm no. giving Todd Bowles 20% because no. Tom Brady, like I know he got pressured all game long and everything, but he's got to know when they're getting pressure – you have to get rid of the ball quick, and for some reason, because clearly we all know he's the offensive coordinator and the and the player personnel guy. Like he's got to know, like you got to run short routes or run the ball.
2: But, when there's but Matt, per- sorry, but Matt, but think about it. Well, who did he have that run short routes? There was no God when there's no AB. Mike Evans well, is exactly a short route runner, so well, he's got to utilize guys like Leonard Fournette, Gio Bernard. I don't think he <laughs> used those guys enough. I'll give you that. The running backs in the game, they weren't the quick screens to them weren't as prevalent. Exactly, yeah. Eighty percent, bro. That defense was so bad. I, I give. Oh yeah, I'm that's 50- why I'm giving. <laughs> that's why I'm giving Todd
1: Bowles twenty percent. I'm fifty like, because.
2: Yeah, because I understand
1: why he's blitzing every single down when Matt Stafford has been the best quarterback against the blitz, and even on that last drive, like when all you had to do is. Just, make sure Matthew Stafford doesn't get in field goal range. He just decides to blitz him and put the safety on probably the guy who's been the best receiver in the league. Out <laughs> of oh. all the guys. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, the Bucks definitely deserve to lose this. They had no business being in this team. Uh, Brady. I mean, I know he put up good numbers, but I think a lot of it was because the Rams made a bunch of mental errors and, and I will give Stafford's flowers. Like, he did what he needed to do. Like, he, he took what the defense gave him, and the defense just gave him wide open receivers and a blown coverage on that second touchdown because they decided for some reason to blitz again. So, yeah, I mean,
2: and my thing with Stafford is um, why to me he gets his, his flowers more because I think a lot of quarterbacks going against Tom Brady. As their team's imploding 27 27, a lot of quarterbacks might play for overtime or just completely like gag the game with the rest of their team. My uncles and my cousins were sitting there waiting for Matt Staff to throw the pick, waiting, and it never happened. And to me, like you giving Brady 80%, I think is hard to, I give, to me, the Bucks get 50% just based off that last drive, that defense. Like you miraculously, God's gifting you overtime somehow some way like the team is trying to lose it for you and you gag that drive by letting the like you said cooper cup out of all the receivers to forget is on the field you forget about him why how i don't know i can't explain it but
0: i don't know 50 50 for me but yeah um let's go. Yeah, I, I agree more with G than um Matt 50 50 Uh just because think about this. Why wouldn't all right, you you're playing the triple crown runner of receivers and you don't decide to double him all game? Why not? You know, take because that's because put, that's time put the pressure stupid. on Odell. Odell hasn't done good in the playoffs.
1: Because, because that's what Todd Bowles does. Like, he blitzes. He does – To the day he dies. I know. Play. He? Yeah. I
0: know. I know. Because he's he was my coach like four years ago or whatever. It's the what? day he dies. That's, <laughs> that's his MO, man. Um, but, yeah, he likes to bring pressure and stuff like that. But still, like, just double <laughs> Cooper, take away the game, and then who do you have? You have Odell who – yeah, he's done very well with the Rams, but – you know, you, you haven't really seen full circle what he can do. Green Bay could use them. <clears throat> Excuse what? me. Green Bay yeah, could uh, use them. Excuse me. Tyler Higby, he's a decent tight end. Van Jeff- Jefferson, eh. I mean, he doesn't, they don't have many threats. Cooper Cup is the main receiver. He had nine catches for 80, 183 yards in the touchdown. Yeah, game. and Ryan,
1: Ryan, the other thing is, even when they were trying to bring forward, they couldn't get to Stafford. Like, that O-line just oh. shut him out. Like, yeah. only guys that were Getting pressure somewhere where the two guys in the middle, Sue and Vita Bay, like JPP, like he, he looks washed. He just, oh yeah. He just was no. getting absolutely annihilated oh, by, by the
2: backup, I yeah, think. By too. the backup left. But surprising. Yeah. He,
1: he did not look like yeah, JPP Shaq, last year. Yeah. And then Shaq Bear, like he couldn't do much either. Like the right tackle for
0: Rams just completely yep. shut him out. So, yeah. No. And like you guys said, yes, the rant, the, the the score does not reflect how the game went. The Rams dominated them. They just made a lot, like you said, mental errors. That fumble at the end of the first half, like, that was such a weird fumble, how it happened. Like, he flipped over, and... Yeah, and the ball got uh, loose It just before he looser. hit the ground, yeah. I know. If they uh, score
2: at the end of that drive, I don't think anything oh, that, happens. Yeah. I think
0: it, like it's... Because it, then, then they got the, 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 the kickoff return, and then he threw it to Cooper Cup, and... Cooper tried to do too much, and then he fumbled the ball, and the Bucs got it back. So, it just kind of like, you know. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was a weird um, game. But what was interesting to me was, like, on the first like, couple drives, Sue comes up and, like, gets pressure on, on Stafford and yells in his face, gets a 15-yard penalty. Like, seriously? Typical Sue. Did you see what happened before that, though?
1: What happened? Stafford kicked him in the groin. Oh. No, yeah,
2: Did that really happen? Yeah. Really? Oh, that's that. crazy. I did not see that. Uh, yeah, and then Stafford kicked him in the groin. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, Sue's reputation got him there then. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. 100
0: percent Yeah. That's right. Um, the and then uh Brady gets hit in the, the chin. I don't know if it was a, uh, a rough in the passer. or no 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 I'm not getting, I don't think no. so either. But no. the way he like attacked the ref was uncalled for, especially at his professional status. Now now we know that he acts like a baby. Because he wants to get every call he wants. So, uh... I when I
2: when I saw the you know what I think happened on that play. When I saw the replay, he hit him basically. It was it was shoulder up. I think when his head snapped back, I just feel like either Tom Brady bit his thumb or or bit oh, his yeah. lip, and that caused it to bleed because it didn't seem his head no. did not hit it, the crown of his helmet. There was no reason roughing should have been there. Uh, when no. I saw well, they didn't call it. No, in button. real yeah.
1: time, that there was no roughing. Yeah, like I, maybe I was, maybe but, something uh, happened, but like, but like I, when you when the refs are, in the game and they see something in real time, like they're not gonna catch that. So yeah. you can't and you think, can't and you can't go at the ref like that. Especially, yeah,
2: I think so, Tom was just frustrated with how the game was going. Yeah, yeah, like, no, that's, yeah that's, that's, and that's part of it. Yeah, well, I right. think
0: all the Bucks he was, was he, was, for, yeah, but he was getting three. beat up. Tom was getting Tom beat up. Yeah, No, he was getting forty-four. He was getting forty-four, man. He got, Don, what do you got Donald, like, four Donald times? Donald and, and Von Miller were just just getting to him every single time. Um, yeah. yeah. He got sacked four but, times. Well, he was 44 years old. man not, didn't sign up to get sacked four times no, in the playoff he isn't. Yeah.
1: But well, he got uh, hit a lot more, too.
2: I think he got hit, like, 11 or
0: 12 times, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he was just really so uncomfortable
2: that. all
1: day
0: in uh, the pocket. Stafford, Stafford doesn't get enough quick credit. No turnovers, two touchdowns, 366, 28-38. He played a really, really solid game. Put himself – They put he, at the end, calm, cool, collective. Put them in position to kick a field goal. They win the game. Um, they never should have been in that position, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, I think with the, the scope is like, oh, Tom Brady lost the playoffs. Tom Brady this, Tom Brady this, but no one talks about Stafford. It's okay. Stafford's going to get his chance in the uh, championship uh, and. If he does make the Super
2: Bowl, happy
0: for him, man. Happy. I'm a I'm a
2: big fan of Staver. Yeah, it's it's he's he's due. Yep, he is due. He got a lot of flack over his career. He's due. Yep. I just and don't then, mind. I just don't
1: mind the LA team in the Super Bowl. I don't mind LA. Team I mean, hey, well. they Period. win.
0: It's home field advantage for them. That's crazy. Matt, yeah, anything, Matt anything to beat the Chiefs, man. And
1: <laughs> that's why I'm cheering, that's why I'm
0: hoping the Bengals. But we'll talk about that later. And if if that happens, um, in the CFL the team uh, there's an uh, the home the home team or there's a team that had home field advantage there too the hamilton tiger field pass was played at hamilton which was in the Grey cup so if this happens that'd be that'd be pretty cool pretty sick um, all right last game bills chiefs boy woo, what a game um i thought like after the chiefs scored like 20 i think they were up 26 21 I thought they were just on a roll and they were just going to keep going, but the Bills just kept fighting back. Um, You know, it comes down to that coin toss, overtime rules. You know, we can get into that later. Guys, what's your thoughts on the games, G? We'll start with you. You know what?
2: I have to get this out the way real quick. As pissed as I was about the Packers, how they lost, you know, with the special teams, like, absolutely blowing it, I think if I was a Bills fan, I would have jumped off a building seeing my defense give up a field goal in thirteen seconds. Oof. I don't know what that was. I don't know. Like that's to me is like that's all time up there. That's like and no one's gonna say it, but like I, I think that's up there with um like the Seahawks throwing at the one yard line. I agree. Like I, I, I yeah, you, yeah, thank you, thank you, man. I'm not crazy, right? Like no, I think, I, I think, I, that, agree. I think that's right up there, because they played defense like the Chiefs had no timeouts, the way they were playing prevent defense. They had three timeouts. When I saw them complete the pass to Tyreek, because I remember I texted you, Matt. I was like, I texted both of you. I was like, oh, this game's done. And you were like, wait, hold on. I'm like, dude, what could they do in 13 seconds? Like, what could they possibly do?
1: Well, First I... off.
2: Yeah, G, before yeah. you keep going, like, I saw that touchdown by
1: Tyree Kill the last drive. Like, yeah. I knew anything was possible at this point because, for some reason, the Bills are just not doubling him, and he's I, just killing them. Like,
2: I, I, um, go ahead. You, you, no, no, you, no you're, you're, all, you're all good, man. Don't you – please interrupt me. It's all good. This is good. This is good banner. But I think the first big mistake that I don't know if people talk about is the Bills kicking a touchback. They should have pooched it. Make them kill, like, a couple seconds off the clock. I think kicking a touchback and having them start the 25 without wasting any time off the clock was a mistake to me. But even then, okay, fine. You want to kick the touchback. They played, like, so far back. Like, it was Hail Mary territory that I didn't understand. So, I thought that was a huge blunder. I don't want to get too much into that. You know, I want to give credit to Patrick Mahomes for winning the game. I mean, in overtime, he did what he had to do. He played well. I feel sorry for Josh Allen. I feel sorry for Josh Allen. He played way too well to lose the game. Before that game started, I was talking with um, my brother and my uncle. They were, I was arguing with them about Jimmy G. And they were talking about, like, oh, you know, he wins, blah, blah, blah. And then my uncle was like, would you rather have a quarterback who throws for 350, 400 yards and four touchdowns and loses or a guy who throws for hundred yards and wins? I'm like, of course you take the win, but that doesn't tell you how well the guy played. And then this game happened. And the first thing I said was like, well, I guess Josh Allen's no Jimmy G, guys. You can't get it done. And then, um, and then they kind of looked at me. I was like, yeah. Now that you see it in real time, do you see how ridiculous that looks? Josh Allen, to me, I think played – I think he played better than Pat. I do. I think he played better. Not to say Pat didn't play great. Pat was excellent. But I think Josh Allen played a little bit better than Patrick Mahomes. It's a shame that somebody had to lose this game. And to lose it the way he did was just – Uh, It was ridiculous. I mean, I'm sorry, um, the Bill's fans, but, you know, shout out to the Chiefs, shout out to Patrick Mahomes for pulling another rabbit out of his hat. Um, you know, if the Chiefs end up somehow winning the Super Bowl, they're going to be talked about as a dynasty and rightfully so, even though I'm going to be like, oh, here we go again. But like, (laughs) um, you know, credit to them.
0: Yeah, um. Both quarterbacks played outstanding. Both teams, both offenses played outstanding. Defense, not so much. Bills had pretty much pretty much the best defense in the NFL and they did I think I mean, give and take that the Chiefs offense is freaking almost unstoppable, but still, like like you said, thirteen seconds left or even under a minute left. Like, how do you not like even like stop them in some sense? I don't I don't know. Um all right, end of the game, guys. We'll hop right into it. End of the game. It's overtime. You know. Wait, wait, I got something to say oh, about the not. game. Sorry. But,
1: um, but, yeah, I agree, I agree with G 100%. Like, I don't know what the Bills were thinking on defense with 13 seconds left. Like, the last yeah. thing you want to do is let them – because they were playing prevent defense thinking that the Chiefs had no timeouts when they had three. So, yeah. it, just, it just made no sense, like, why they were playing soft coverage. and yeah you knew Mahomes was going to either go to Kelsey or Hill the entire time. So why not like get up, like have even like a couple guys at the line with Kelsey or Hill, just to make sure that they don't do any damage when they, after the catch. So like, yeah, it was, it was just ridiculous how how this all transpired. And I will have to say whoever hires Leslie Frazier or Todd Bowles as their next head coach, and Ryan, you saw Todd Bowles as a head coach before. Like they're gonna be be in for the long haul. Like yeah. it will not be pretty. It's gonna it's gonna be probably the worst couple years for that franchise. So,
2: and Matt, to your point with Todd Bowles, I think like I, I do think he's a great defensive coordinator, and like he's a he's a defensive coordinator kind of guy. But his defenses are predicated on pass rush. Yeah, pressure, how the yeah. Bu- how the Bucks won last year? They were able to rush for. That's they why. were able they were able to rush the passer. We saw how the Bucks defense looked when you can't get pressure. His defenses get cooked. So yeah. I don't know, Frazier.
0: He shouldn't get a job after that. Thirteen no. seconds. I'm sorry, man. I don't no. know what you're thinking. Exactly. All right. Overtime rules. I mean, we'll hop a little right into a little a little bit of it. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you think should be changed for the overtime rules?
2: Nothing. Nothing? Because what? I had to go
0: back-to-back years where my te- where
2: the Packers lost the coin flip and we lost in overtime. I ain't changing nothing for nobody. We lost t- two playoff games without touching the ball. Screw everybody else. <laughs> Are we going to retract <laughs> those games we lost to so we can get a chance? No. You will get nothing and like it.
1: Yeah, so. I, I somewhat agree with you, G. Like, it's... Yeah, who cares, like... Like you gotta live with it, but um, but the only thing I would think about is maybe instill the college overtime where mm. each team gets a chance to score yep. and get a two point conversion afterwards, like so it won't have to be like a
0: uh,
1: yep. like a twenty minute overtime or so. But um, but yeah, that'd be the only thing I would I would look into. But otherwise, like it's been the overtime rules have been that way for. Forever and
2: not,
0: Well, I mean, they changed recently, but yeah. And, or, well, yeah, with on, the whole field goal, on, yeah, a, yeah. On, a, on, a,
2: on a serious note, that was just me being salty. There's, <laughs> like, because I am. I mean, I've lost... We've lost three overtime games in the playoffs twice. Where, where basically we basically all didn't basically touch the ball, but whatever. Yep. Um On a serious note, what I would say is, I think I heard this from somebody. Play a full 15 minutes of overtime or 10 minutes. And whoever's leading wins the game. Kind of like that. And if it's still tied, then you're in sudden death. So, so NBA? Yeah, basically. If you um, if you really yeah. want to fix it, like you play a full 10, 15 minutes, whatever you want to do, it's not sudden death. Whoever's in the lead wins the game. And that way both teams, even if somebody both teams score a touchdown, you still have a chance to kind of do something. That's kind of if you want to yeah. do it
0: like that, but that's what
2: the old so, best I can
0: think of. I mean, I know you guys probably never watched the CFL. Ever watched the CFL before? No, once or twice. All right. So in overtime rules, I mean, it's kind of similar to this, but there's a little difference. So one person gets the possession. All right, they go down and score. They have to go for two. They have to. Okay. Now, if they they score, they go for two, they get it. The other team gets a chance to go score, and they have to go for two. And it goes back and forth. But they <laughs> have to sustain full drives. If they kick a field goal, the other team has to kick a field goal or score. So, uh, this happened in the, uh, the Grey Cup. Um, you know, um, Winnipeg got the ball first. They went down, they scored. They got the two-point conversion. Hamilton was driving, but they got picked off and the game ended. Why can't it be like that? Yeah, I, I like that better. Is, well, can't, just because Kansas City scored. Why shouldn't the Bills get the opportunity to go score back? Well, that's, I, that's not figure out yeah. that and, and like when that, that happens and maybe I'll 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 listen because, to our podcast and hear me all right yeah.
2: and mm-hmm. i like that right because i think we all all of us watched that game we all knew whoever won. The, oh yeah winning the coin toss was in the game yeah the way those yeah. offense was playing yeah it just so happens when the chiefs won it like it was just, like basically game over yeah i like that though that's a good one
0: yep um all right um so uh today ben roethlisberger retired uh, I think he's a hall of famer, great career. Um he played very well uh, one team, you know, he um he did some great things with Pittsburgh and hope for the best for him. Um guys, your thoughts?
2: Um had a tremendous career. Two-time Super Bowl champion. I think he uh he was the MVP in one of them if I'm not mistaken. I think he's yeah. a six-time Pro Bowler. Um had a tremendous career. I think that um had one of the best throws. Arguably in the history of the game in the Super Bowl. That throw to Santonio Holmes. That was crazy. So he's got, like, to me, you know you're an all-time great or a Hall of Famer if you have to tell your story about the the sport. And you can't really tell the story of the NFL without Big Ben Roethlisberger. Had a great career, so hats off to him.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, G. Um, Hell of a career. Like, for sure, first ballot Hall of Famer. A two-time Super Bowl champion, and played on one team for 17 years. Like, that's yeah. just something you don't see nowadays. And he's played at a high level for a long time. And he's always been – I mean, I know the last couple of years, like, his arm kind of fell off a little bit. But for the most part of his career, like, the yeah. one thing you could depend on him it was his consistency, and he's shown that year in and year out. So, So kudos to him great career and uh and yeah five years from now like he'll be wearing that gold jacket. For sure. For sure. For sure.
0: Um you guys wanna hop into um the baseball hall of fame Matt? Real quick? Yeah,
1: definitely. So ahead, so man. yeah, the Hall of Fame votes came in this past week and uh and only one guy came in and it was my guy, big poppy David Ortiz. <laughs> so happy that he got in. Um I remember Growing up, like, he I, – I was a huge baseball fan growing up. Like, that was, that was the number one sport that I would watch. And I uh, was obviously a humongous Red Sox fan. So, so, yeah, watching him play throughout these playoffs, winning us three World Series championships, won a World Series MVP, and so many clutch moments. Like, I'm just so happy for him. And on top of that, like, he's just one of those guys who's just loved by everybody. Like I don't know one former baseball player who doesn't like him. He's just one of those guys like like he comes up to you like he's a loving guy, like very enthusiastic and and yeah, it was just great to see that that he got what he deserved and I'll never forget the two thousand four a l c s when we came back against the Yankees Oof. down three zero he He had two game winning hits in that in that series and Pretty much led us to a World Series. So, so yeah, I'm so happy about that. But my biggest, my biggest problem with the Hall of Fame is the fact that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens did not get in. And, and the big reason for that was because of PEDs. And with PEDs, though, like Jeff Bagwell got in. Yvonne Rodriguez got in. And they were linked to PEDs. Mike Piazza got in. Even David Ortiz, he was on the Mitchell Report. Like, he got in the first ballot. So, so I think Barry, especially Barry Bonds like, and Roger Clemens, like, they, they're probably two of the best players at their positions of all time. And Barry Bonds, like, even before he, like, got his forehead <coughs> doubled in size, like, he was hitting – he was a three time MVP before that and a gold glove winner almost every year he played. So, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. That a guy who literally only saw two good pitches a night <clears> and had put up those numbers, like 762 home runs, but at the same time, 2,558 walks and a 444 career on base percentage. Like, insane. And that guy doesn't get into the Hall of Fame. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's just insane, and and yeah, I I wish they. And I think a lot of it. Yeah, obviously there's a PD, and a lot of it too is he was not well liked by the media, like which is such bull. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, which is yeah, which is bull. And he and I hope. I mean, he can't, he can't get in now, but like I hope they can give him like some sort of special treatment where like he'll get one last chance again because. Based on his career on the field,
2: he is 100% yeah. a Hall of Famer with or without the steroids. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Matt, I want to echo your sentiments. I agree with you everything 100%. And you nailed it when you talked about pre-double his forehead size. You could have taken his career with the Pirates and before he took steroids and he would have been a Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah. The dude won absolutely. N-
2: numerous gold gloves. Was still hitting dingers. Three, still, three MVPs. Three, three MVPs. I mean, dude. This is basically just a witch hunt to me. Like, listen, I'm not encouraging steroids and PDs, but Matt, you nailed it. So many players are in that have been linked to that stuff. This is a witch hunt. This is this is like the NFL punishing T.O. the first time for not getting in the Hall of Fame because he wasn't liked by the media. Even though T.O. got in the second time, Terrell Owens was the first battle Hall of Famer. I don't he's think just, He's a top can, five wide receiver of all time. All you can time. argue that. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can argue that easily. So... The media basically punished him by not making the first Battle Hall of Famer. I think the media is doing the same thing. The PEDs is just—it's, you know, it sucks, you know. And like I said, you know, he shouldn't have done it, and whatever. But it's really just an excuse to keep him out of it for whatever reason. It's yeah. bull. He's, yeah. And he arguably... played in an
1: era too where everybody yeah. took steroids, like in the yeah. early 2000s, in the late
2: 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Like
1: everybody was taking. It was. PEDs. It was. A, it
2: was the thing. You know, not like I'm not saying it's smart, but it was the thing to do. He. Barry Bonds to me, and I'm not a baseball aficionado, but like to me he's a top five player of all time.
1: Of I think he time. could be
2: number one. Based on all You're his right. stats yeah. and Arguably. gold
1: gloves and stolen yeah. base. Like he Correct. was he was a way better version of
2: Mike Trout, in my opinion. Imagine Even not having the greatest player in the history of baseball in your Hall of Fame because you don't like him. What is
0: that?
1: yeah, I don't know. Like, it's that's just—it's it's, it's, it's a cancel culture right now. So it's sad. Like if they don't like somebody, they're just going to prevent them
2: from. Well, yeah, there's yeah, there's a
0: bias towards them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's
2: it's pathetic, honestly. It yeah. really is.
0: Well, like you guys said, if if the other guys, Jeff Bagwell and Mike Piazza, and they've been on the Mitchell Report, why can't Barry Bonds get in? And that's gonna, you know, it's better than both of them put together. Man, no disrespect to those guys. Oh, you're ah, yeah. You're right, yeah, 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 like, come absolutely. On, man. Well, whatever, man, is what it is. Um, all right, guys, uh, appreciate you all for listening. Um, we are on Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, Anchor, you name it—we're on it. It's been a pleasure talking sports with you guys tonight. Um, you know, especially it's playoff season for the NFL, so can't wait for this this, this weekend's games. Should be exciting. Uh, but we are also on Instagram, so like and subscribe. Um, but guys have a good night and, um, we'll be texting during the weekend for these games. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. Talk to you guys soon.
0: Take care guys. Later. Have a good night.